Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and every week I lead you through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond, bringing you stories of the amazing people in and around the barbecue culture. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen in. I appreciate the gift of your time, and I hope I can entertain you for a little bit. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe on your favorite podcatcher, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. And now, on with this week's show. Welcome, everybody, and thanks for being a part of the Eat More Barbecue family. This is episode number 126 of Canada's longest-running barbecue podcast. I have a throwback episode for you this week, friends. Last week was episode 125 of this weekly show, which means I've been at this for close to two and a half years, and it has been awesome. This podcast has given me the opportunity to talk to so many amazing and interesting people over that time, and I'm thrilled to be a part of the barbecue community here in Alberta. We're jumping back to episode number one, which featured Calgary's own Patty's Barbecue and Brewery. Not only were they my first guest, but Patty's has been a big supporter of the podcast and my other initiatives, and they have also welcomed me into the restaurant to record other podcasts on a number of occasions. Some things have changed over there, and Patty's parents, Jordan and Carrie, are running the operations now, and just this week they announced that for the safety of their employees and customers, they are closing the dining room and will be open for takeaway only for the foreseeable future. I've been saying it since the beginning of this pandemic, and it is just as important now as it was then. Get out there and support your local barbecue joints and small businesses. They really need you. Coming up in the new year, I'll be having a regular monthly product review segment on the podcast. So if you have a barbecue or cooking gadget that you would like to have featured, get in touch with me via social media or by email at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. This episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast is brought to you by Park Power, a provider of electricity and natural gas in Alberta that offers low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. In Alberta, you get to choose who you buy your energy from. If you choose Park Power, your money stays here. Plus, Park Power shares its profits with local not-for-profits that are working to make a difference for their communities. Shopping local is very important to Park Power's owners, Chris Kozowski, and we love local here at the Alberta Podcast Network, so it's a great fit. Learn more at parkpower.ca. Alrighty, I am here at Patty's Barbecue and Brewery. In, <laughs> here in Calgary, and I'm sitting here with Patty, and we're gonna have a little chat about uh, about the restaurant here and and barbecue in general. So, uh, nice Patty, to meet you. thank you for uh, coming on the show here, Patty. You're very welcome. Uh, tell me what? How did Patty's uh, Barbecue and Brewery come about? Uh, well, a love child of two very very passionate hobbies of mine, I guess. Yep. Been in the food service industry for you know, I guess about 15 years myself. Okay. Uh, running our family catering business for the last 12 years and in that time I've taken on barbecue as kind of a passion project and also a business project bringing barbecue into our catering business and bought my first smoker you know six years ago and slowly upgraded to a more commercial unit um, and then expanded on all sauces and rubs and meats from there for the catering business and at the same time I was a hobby home brewer got into that and uh, brought some friends in and stuff too and yep. And uh, so I would smoke meat and brew beer, and I kind of just thought that, you know, maybe one day I'd probably want to open up my own joint. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then about two years ago, I decided to kind of 
know, take the leap and and expand on our space that we have here and add the restaurant in, add the brewery, and it's just seemed kind of the right time, right fit, and uh, kind of combine all those projects, my catering, the brewing, and barbecue. And, and also, I just, I really felt that there was a need for... For this style of barbecue eatery in, in Calgary and this style of restaurants and I just thought you know Calgary would really benefit and really enjoy it and, and you know really get my concept and love you know to come in and you know, eat some eat some good you know simple barbecue food and drink some good clean beer and so and uh, it's been really really successful the last six months been great so yeah when did you open uh, so December 2017. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. yeah fairly uh, coming on, what? Six, six months, months or so coming yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, excellent. Yeah, and just slowly getting busier and busier, adding on more services. So now we've done a corporate lunch, and, you know, we're doing dinner on Sunday now. And awesome. So, uh, yeah, we're trying to hit all those... Uh, all those targets, yep. target markets. We got the corporate lunch crowd. We get the after work people, and then uh, big family crowds too. Lots of young couples with kids, you know. So a super family friendly restaurant. Yep. I didn't think that we would be, yep. you know, being that we were a brewery too. Yeah. But uh, there was also apparently a need for for families to have a nice, comfortable, relaxing place to come and you know bring their kids and have a meal and enjoy some good beer too. Yep. So, you know, we've uh, really tapped into the family market, which is great. Love having the kids in here as well. Yep. Uh, just makes everyone feel really more comfortable than at home. So. Oh, no, I've always said barbecue is about family, right? Exactly. So if you can have the kids and everybody involved, then it's uh, even better, right? Well, and you know what? A lot of times it uh, turns out that kids bring their parents more than parents bring their okay, kids. Yeah. Why? Because we have root beer and Lego. <laughs> Um, we'll do it. Yeah, kids, where do you want to go to eat? Yep. Addies, they say. Yep. So, yeah, that works for me. Awesome. So you mentioned uh, you started on kind of the barbecue thing about six years ago. What? Tell me about your first smoker. What did you, uh, you start on, and what was the progression for you? Well, first smoker was uh, just one of those little electric Bradley, you know, yeah. pellet guys. Okay. And, um, you know, you could get maybe three whole briskets in there and uh, went and got your little wood chips and stuff from... Uh, barbecues galore kind of thing and yeah. I'd plug it in outside and, and away you went and I'd do a little bit play with that yeah. uh, and then from there I, I went on to curing okay. I about my curing brining yeah. built my own cold smoker oh, wow. so I could do my own bacon and or belly bacon my own uh, smoked salmon and stuff like that uh, yeah so just kind of kept expanding on the hobby and expanding more and then, then I decided to take that leap and buy that first commercial guy yeah. so myself my, my southern pride yeah you got the southern pride in here that you're using yep yeah. so I got I got two I got my trailer okay so back so my 300 pound trailer smoker yep that's what I started on and then when I built the restaurant I bought the smaller uh, indoor unit for southern pride right okay um, so yeah we drag it around to events and, okay so you do some mobile uh, mobile events and everything yeah so through the catering business and we would do then we started expanding on doing our own deli meats as well so okay. we um, you know brine our own pastrami and smoke our own pastrami brine our own turkey and uh, for smoked turkey sandwiches so you know for our trade catering we were doing our own ham pastrami turkey all that stuff all our awesome. deli meats were coming out of it as well so doing that sandwiches daily basis you know a couple hundred sandwiches a day yeah. oh excellent yeah so and it's from there, this guy's living. He's smoke, smoke, yeah. smoking vegetables and cheese. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, what uh, from a wood standpoint, what are you using? You know, I, I think my go-to is still cherry. Yeah. Uh, uh, just, just as far as availability, you know, it's tough here. Um, you know, we don't have a lot of those natural, good hardwoods for smoking. Um, you know, the 
alternative being Apple. Yep. And they're an Apple Cherry, but Apple, when I first started off, was a little harder to get. It's a little more, it's a little more readily available now, but Cherry was always available. So, okay. I mean, as you can use what you can get your hands on. Right? Use what you can get your hands on. Fortunately, we're not in, not in Texas. Yep. You can't get Poke. Post Oak uh, everywhere. So yeah, and there's just nothing else available here. So. We'll go with the uh, we'll go with the fruit woods. Yep. And you know it does a good job. That's a nice flavor, very mild. Yep. It's not too overpowering, so I find it's very uh, it's uh, more acceptable, I guess, for people who aren't super into the smokiness. Yeah, you well. get a little, you can get a little too strong with some yeah. of the other uh, some, of the, some yeah. of the other woods for sure. So. Exactly. Well, uh, you mentioned the turkey, and uh, the two times I've had the turkey here, it's just been outstanding. So you, Thank you. Whatever you're doing there, you're doing it right. Just, just keep going. Are you brining that ahead of time? Or we do yeah. brine, yeah. We brine the turkey uh, for about four or five days. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah and then smoke cook it and, yep. and just let her rest, and yeah, she comes out nice and juicy. Yes, so. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And I had the chicken once as well, and it was... Same thing. The, the, the quarter chicken, I think it was? Or? Yeah. yeah. And the chickens, we... Uh, so chickens we brine, I think, same thing, four or five days, but we add some of our pickle juice in there, too. Oh, nice, yeah. And the pickles yeah. we make... So it gives a little like dilly tanginess as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, talk about the menu a little bit. All right. So uh, trying to keep it really simple. Yeah. Uh, not overcomplicated. Seems to rotate a right? Yeah. You know, we try to do some different things on different days. You know, like uh, you know Wednesdays we we push our tacos, so we do our smoked brisket. Do more of like a you know instead of a wing night we do a taco night. Okay. Thursdays we we do our pastrami. Yeah, just yep. to give somebody a little bit different. Yep. Uh, Fridays, Fridays are kind of a normal day, you know, brisket, brisket, turkey, you know, uh, pulled pork, pork and ricks. And then on Saturdays we add in the chicken. Okay. Yep. And on the weekends we do our smoked sausages that we make okay. in house. So, uh, and then we try to you know change the sides up a little bit here and there. You know, you know, add in a couple different a new side every day. Yep. Other than that, you know, four main meats. We have wings on all the time. And we usually have about four or five sides going. Yep. And then we offer people the platters, you know, like a package deal. Yep. Um, but again, you know, we like, just try to keep it really simple for people. Um, not overcomplicate and add on a zillion things to the menu. Um, just get a little something for everybody. And, uh, and yeah, try to keep that real kind of traditional, you know, Texas barbecue feel, you know. Yeah. Just a few meats, few sides. Um, that's, that's all you really need. Yeah. Is that how you would... So you've kind of patterned after the Texas style. Definitely, yeah. I, I really, um, I really appreciate the way they do things down there. Yeah. I like the idea of not having servers. That's why we don't have servers. Everything's counter service. Yeah. Uh, myself, I hate being waited on. Yeah. And um, I hate having to pay that I have to have you waited on. Right. You know? So having to pay half servers around. Yeah. Um, whereas you know when I go to a restaurant, I kind of just like to, I like to do things at my own pace. So you know, again, I thought. I could see an idea of like, okay, well, I feel like people would really appreciate that here too. You know, sometimes yeah, you want to be waited on, but sometimes you just want to go in, you grab some food, you grab a beer. Yep. You know, it comes to you in five minutes, and that's the one thing is when we're busy, the longest you have to wait is maybe ten minutes for your food, and that's when we're slow. Other than that, you're waiting five minutes for your food, so you can kind of decide if you just want to hang out and have a couple beers, wait to eat, or just dive right into food. Um, so the menu is also to make things easy, fast yeah. service, you know. So I got two or three cooks behind there. They can they can ring you in, get your food, run it out to you in five minutes. And you know what? You're not paying for servers. To keep the pricing really reasonable. Yep. I always said I never want anyone to pay more than $20 to come in for a bite to eat and a beer. Yep. You know? And if you do it properly, you can almost sneak in some wings, some two yep. beers, 
would tip, you know, you might yeah. get like twenty get two, up there a little bit, three yeah. bucks. Yeah. But still really reasonable for a family. Absolutely, yeah. And while we have that sixty dollar beast on, is a family can come in, four people, five people. Yeah. Oh shit, you're only at twelve dollars a head. Yep. You know, and if you don't drink, you know, it's the cheapest meal you're gonna have in Absolutely. Calgary and you're full yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yep. you're <laughs> Yeah. And you might even have a few leftovers. No, we will, yeah. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by ATB Financial. Today, I want to tell you about ATB's new podcast, The Future Of. Join Todd Hirsch, ATB's Vice President and Chief Economist, as he connects with special guests who offer unique and useful perspectives about the future. Explore how our economy and communities can not only brace for change, but embrace the opportunity it creates. From the future of women in business to the changing nature of work itself, the future of helps us understand what's coming and what we need to do today to get the tomorrow we want. Featuring two episodes each month plus bonus episodes, the future of includes interviews with top community and business leaders from Alberta and around the world. Subscribe to The Future Of in the Apple Store, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are found. And connect to ask your questions about the future by emailing thefutureof at atb.com. Uh, tell me about the, a bit about the brewery side of things. So the brewery side, the idea behind the beer, um, well, one being, uh, you know, no wholesale. So everything we make is served out of house. Uh, you know, all the beers done in-house, served in-house. There's no kegging. They go right into yep. serving vessels. Um, we don't want to focus on the wholesale market. We want people to come here and enjoy the beer. We want the beer to be fresh, you know, focusing on, you know, uh, our brew dates, you know, yeah. posting our brew dates. We want people to know when the beer was made. And I see, I noticed that on the uh, on the menu board, you've got the brew date on there. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. people feel a little more in touch with the process too. Brewery's wide open; you can see right into it. Uh, and then we don't focus on core beers here. You know, it's uh, I wanted to kind of play around the styles. The fact that we had this small system, yeah. like five hectoliter system, making 500 liters at a time. Yeah. We have enough capacity to have eight beers on at a time. Okay. So I just wanted to rotate through the styles, get yeah. some people new, you know. So every few, every every week, there's a new beer on tap, and yeah. it might not even be something we had before. And we bring back older styles that we had before that were popular because yeah. we get obviously some customers in that you know that like a certain beer, and you know. So we try to keep rotate through those. Yeah. Uh, but we also focus on the loggers. So we always have one logger on, if not two. Yeah. We rotate through the craft loggers. Um, you know, we have a very good water filtration system that we put in place so we can build our water profiles okay. and really build on the lagering process as well. Awesome. And uh, just make a nice clean beer for people to drink. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm trying to, the mosaic, is that what I was drinking? Oh, the mosaic, yeah. Yeah, nice. Uh, That's good. Yeah, nice flavor, kind of a bit of fruitiness to it, I thought. Well, and like for, for now, you know, like we have got a Pilsner on, we yep. got a couple big IPAs, we got some lighter like beers. Yep. Uh, you know, the Saison as well. And then we yep. do a few guest taps. Yep. We got the root beer always on tap for the kids. Yep. Um, so just a little bit of something for everyone. And then we always have something uh, gluten-free on tap. So awesome. right now we got the cider. We yep. usually rotate between that and the mead. All local stuff. Yep. And then we usually throw one of our other buddies' beers on. Yep. So we, right now we got Born Colorado on tap. Okay. So showcase them and yep. the neighborhood and uh, basically help help our barley belt out, which is our little Yeah, this little area here in Calgary is kind of getting a bit of a reputation as a 
You've got a number of different uh, microbreweries in here, right? Exactly. Craft breweries, microbreweries. Yeah, and just building an area where people can come down and kind of do their own tour. Yeah. It's not just one brewery. Now they can hit up like four or five. It's awesome. So really build on the neighborhood itself. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. So I guess uh, it's back Jan- late January, February, you and I started kind of communicating uh, over Instagram, I guess it was. Yeah. yeah. I think you were actually down in Texas at the time. Yes. So tell me about some of the places you... Uh, Got to visit while you were down there on that uh, that trip and other trips, I guess. Oh, that trip. Well, that would be my second time down to Texas. Yep. And actually, probably the first time I was there about a few years ago was where I really kind of connected with the barbecue end of it. I know that feeling. So. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, I didn't really think about it until I went there and I was just like, wow, this is a really great concept. And I only had a chance to maybe visit a couple. Yep. And um, I think... Well, actually, what did it for me, it only, I only actually got to visit one location, I remember it, and it was Love Barbecue. Okay, yeah. And it was way before they had their brick and mortar, yeah. and they were just working out of the trailers in a parking lot, and I remember going down there with my brother, and we got down there early, standing in line, and, uh, you know, I was just like, just so excited. You see the picket tables all set up, you can see they're getting ready for service, they can see the smoker off in the background, and all I remember is there was a keg of beer sitting there tap and some cups and a jar and it just said tips appreciate or donations welcome and yeah. I thought that's just great they're yeah. just they recognize you're going to be standing in line and they're here at least you can grab a beer so yeah. next thing you know I was it seemed that everyone was a little too afraid to hit it so I went up there and I just started pouring beers for everyone in line Perfect. throwing money in the jar yeah. and you know when I got up there and he gives me a little sample of the brisket asked me if I want the lean or the fatty stuff you know got a couple of ribs and the platters and yep. finally the whole process and thing and it took his time too he wasn't trying to rush me through yep. and then we got the platter we sat down and just remember thinking like this is awesome you know and then three years three years later I'm back there yep. and you know I went to their brick and mortar shop okay, when I was yep. there last time yep. you know a little different but still the food was amazing yep. you know I went to Franklin sat in line for three hours first in line though oh first yeah I was second Last year in February, a year ago when I went down there. But it was, it was an amazing experience. The customer service down there was amazing. Like they, they appreciate people so much down there, yeah. standing in line and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then from there, oh, well, truth we talked about. Yep. Wicked good show. Like, yep. great time, great food, uh, cool spot. Did the day at Snow's Barbecue. Got up at 6 in the morning. Yep. Drove to that little town. Got in line at 7.30. Yep. And there was a line. Oh, yeah. You know, and by 8.30 a.m., buddies out there handing out Lone Stars to people. Yep. And, you know, you get to stick the tables, and you're sitting around all the pits and watching, uh, oh, and I'm... Tootsie. Tootsie working yeah. away. And, you know, and the food was great. Same yeah. thing. Like, just a wicked experience. Yeah. And then from there, up the Lockhart, you know, yes. Louis Mueller. Um, head up to Terry Black's. Okay. In yeah. Austin as well. Yeah. A little bit bigger, a little more commercial, but still great food. Yeah. Meat concept. And then heading down to Lockhart and hitting up all those meat markets was just yeah. an amazing experience. Yeah. yeah. And then just maybe fall a little barbecue even more. And, yeah. and try to bring some of that back here, you know. Yeah. And now, like I said, going back and... August, October. Yeah. And I want to try some more. Now you got. Uh, you were saying you're gonna head back in October. You got to. You're gonna make a list of places. And, yeah. And I yeah. don't. I don't know if I'll do the Franklin line again. Yeah, that was kind of my thought on it. I've done it. Yeah. You know, the food was fantastic. It was the best brisket I've ever had in my life. But to wait, to sit there for four hours. Uh, yeah. I've done it. There's some yeah. other joints. You could just walk in. I'd be there in a heartbeat. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Done I'm the like, lineup. I can or, say I've done it. Yeah. You know what I might do is you do the pre-order. Yeah. Because I'm having bunch of friends down there yeah do the pre-order go down yeah pick it up yeah yeah 
no. Yeah, it's a, that's an experience. One of those things to say you've done, right? It's an experience. Yeah, and snows as well. That was oh, just a, that was really a cool. Place. Was a, really cool. Got to go back, and I said hi to Tootsie and got a picture with her when I was there. Oh, that's awesome. She's quite the lady. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Well, the fact that only one day a week, yeah. I think it's just a cool concept. Yeah. Uh, totally worth the trip. What an experience. Yeah. Like, it's insane how many people come out to it. Oh, it's wild, yeah. And only uh, one day a week. It's yeah. just, that would be a life, just one day a week. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, moving to Alberta barbecue. Yeah. What's your uh, thought? I, I think we've got a growing culture of barbecue here in Alberta. What, uh, what do you think? Well, I, I think like Texas. I mean, really, you know, everyone always says, you know, Texas and Alberta are basically like sister states, yeah. sister provinces, you know. And, yeah. uh, you know, they got the beef, we got the beef. And it's yeah. like, well, why isn't the barbecue thing here? And, yeah. I mean, I get maybe it's just the, the obviously the culture down there is a lot older. It's been around for like 100 years, right? Yeah. Um, I just think there's a lot of room in Alberta for it. And I think people really enjoy the concept. Um, yeah, I think we got a lot of room to grow on it, you know. Like there's some people here that you know do barbecue but yeah. you know and I think there's some room to grow on like the concepts you know and get get really dive into the barbecue and um, do some different style restaurants do some more Texas style restaurants yeah. right yeah. you know get out of the whole pub thing yeah. you know like ourselves yeah we're a brewery you know so people call us a pub but I don't like that word I I, I don't call it I don't call us a pub yeah. like we only stay open until 9pm yeah. ah we're not a pub yeah. we're a barbecue brewery yeah. you know in my mind we're just something completely different I like our concept. I think there's more room for this kind of thing. It doesn't have to necessarily have to be a brewery, too. Whatever. Maybe a barbecue joint doesn't serve liquor. And it's just the same thing. When you're out, you're out. You know, and I think people will really catch on to the concept. And I think they do, you know, some people are pretty understanding when you run out of stuff. Some people don't, you know, quite understand it. It's a fresh product. I'm not serving you anything reheated. promise I will never reheat brisket and serve it to you ever. I would rather run out and apologize profusely and get on social media and be like, I am so sorry for running out of brisket that I ever served you anything reheated. Absolutely. That's a quality thing. It's a quality thing. It's always... It's what the time it takes to cook. You can only... You cook what you think you need for the day or yeah. what you can. And well, it's in, at the end of the day, it's about the meat. That's why you're here. You know? And But that being said, too, you know, like we do focus on the sides. And yeah. Obviously, we like to have some options for everyone, recognizing the vegetarians and the vegans of the world. So yeah. we make all our sides vegetarian and vegan. Awesome. For that reason, because you get a couple that comes in, he loves meat, she's a vegetarian. Yeah. Well, then she's like, I don't really want to come here. Cause, and then they come here and they're super surprised. The next thing you know, you got you got a customer for life. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, I think there's a ton of room to grow in Alberta for sure. Well, I think someone turn off her light yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, thank you. Just before we go, uh, where can uh, listeners find you, Patty? So, we are in the uh, Manchester Industrial Park, yeah. uh, just off the Cloud Trail and behind Henninger Toyota. Uh, right in the Barley Belt next to the cemetery. Yep. <laughs> 3610 Burnsland Road, Southeast. All right. And on social media, inter- uh, internet? At, at, at Patty's Barbecue. Yeah.com. At right. Patty's Barbecue. Yeah. Just, right. just, just Google Patty's. All right. Yeah, Bye. You'll find us. Patty, thank you. You're welcome. And, uh, keep on smoking, man. Thank you. All right. Thanks to Patty's Barbecue and Brewery for their support over the last couple of years. If you're in Calgary, show them some love. And if you're not here in Calgary, get out there and support your local barbecue joint wherever you are. The Eat More Barbecue Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. This week's shout-out goes to That's a Thing, a sometimes belated, already outdated guide to your teens, tweens, and everything under 20 with hosts Elizabeth and Karen. 
please visit www.albertapodcastnetwork.com for links to That's a Thing and all the other great shows on the network. That's a wrap, everybody. See you all next week. Hey, friends, thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe to the show, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. You can find me online at eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at albertabbqtrail.ca. Check out the listing of joints on the Barbecue Trail site and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, get out and show your local barbecue joint some love. Give me a follow on Twitter at eatmorebarbecue and on Facebook and Instagram at eat underscore more underscore barbecue. If you have any questions or guest suggestions, my email is eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported, and is a production of Eat More Barbecue Digital Media. Till next time, folks, keep on smoking. <laughs>